Welcome everyone to another episode of the Hormone Reset Podcast, where we are talking about four things I wish I knew when I was starting my fitness journey. Um, and I began a fitness journey mid to late thirties. Um, but I had always been athletic my entire life. Um, I just didn't know how to lift weights in the gym until I was in my late thirties. So I grew up in dance and gymnastics, and then I taught dance and gymnastics as a, a young girl. I was 13 years old when I had my first job. I was teaching dance back as a teenager and thought I was just the most awesome because I made $7 an hour teaching ballet, gymnastics, tap, and I absolutely loved it. And then as I grew up and started my family, um, I became a long distance runner. And then um, it wasn't until my late 30s, um, after running a few half marathons, my knees and my feet kind of told me that I couldn't do that anymore. So I really just wanted to, to go into the gym, but I just didn't feel confident. So I hired a trainer and, um, and learned how to lift weights in the gym, which then carried into me, um, um, doing my very first bikini competition the week that I turned 40, which was life-changing. I fell in love with the process and it really led to me helping other women. Um, and I eventually during COVID decided to leave my job in pharmacy of 20 years, um, to become a full-time personal trainer. <laughs> and so here we are today. And, um, and so there was a lot of things I thought I knew, but there was a lot of things that I didn't know. And I really believe you don't know what you don't know <laughs> until you do know you, you can do better when you do. And, oh my gosh, I look back now at some of the things that I did, the videos, the workouts, and I think to myself, oh my gosh, Jennifer, <laughs> um, but I didn't know better at the time. And, but I, I, I absolutely am on a lifelong journey of learning and I love figuring out the life hacks, the biohacks, the things that I need to know as my body changes going into perimenopause as a perimenopausal woman, eventually going into menopause. I had to figure out what to do because my body was changing and the things that I was doing in the past were no longer working to lose weight. And I noticed that my body just was changing and I was, didn't, I would, I didn't like it. And I, I wanted to figure out how to do it and I couldn't just starve myself. That's what I used to do. It led to this eating disorder and, um, and I, and I, and I didn't feel good. I felt like crap. So I knew that that wasn't the answer, but I um, dove deep into learning how to hack weight loss as a 40 something year old woman in perimenopause with PCOS and Hashimoto's. So, um, and you know, um, one of the biggest things is that I would beat myself up. I was, I was so hard on myself for not being perfect, not having a flat stomach, not being thin enough, not being pretty enough. And it's all subjective and it's, 
if I, if I could have, you know, told myself the, the, the version of me now could have told myself when I was younger, Hey, you know what? Don't worry about all that stuff. It's fine. Focus on feeling joy, focus on feeling, enjoying the moment of life, go travel, be fulfilled. Because I was, I had this, I grew up very, very anxious and I had OCD pretty badly to the point where I even felt like there was germs in the air. So I would like be scared. And some, at one point I was covering my mouth because I thought there was so many germs in the air that I was just going to die because I was going to get sick. And I was just kind of a weird kid. And, um, but thank goodness I've been able to overcome that OCD and the anxiety. And it was debilitating anxiety that, um, brought me to, I was paralyzed. There were times where I was paralyzed. Um, and so, um, I've had to really work hard at that, but I will say I've got three kids and my youngest child was born with a rare disease. He has autism and epilepsy. And that really, I feel like is what was a catalyst for curing my OCD because I could not keep up with him and it was going to drive me crazy. I was going to be insane if I tried to keep up with him and I had to let it go. Um, and so that really helped me a lot, but there's, there's some other hacks that you can do that are not just having a child with autism that I will go over to help with, um, anxiety, but, um, I realized that searching for perfection was only holding me back. Um, our beliefs are developed in childhood and a lot of the core beliefs we carry, um, continue into adulthood. And it's a real challenge to undo some of the beliefs, the negative beliefs that are holding you back. And that's one of the most painful, but valuable things you could ever do for yourself is to overcome the trauma. It sucks. Let me tell you what it really, you are forced to be deeply honest with yourself and get into the nitty gritty of what you're holding on to because allowing yourself to stretch lets you grow into the person you need to be to take the next step in your life. And for me, I really didn't have a choice. I had a child with um, disabilities that I was a single mom when he was, by the time he was six months old, I was a single mom. I had no choice, but to step into the role. My, my back was against the wall. It was either, I have to make this happen for my son, or it is not going to happen because nobody else is doing it. And so it forced me into extreme discomfort. I was not the same person I am not the same person now that I was 16 years ago when he was born or even 20 years ago when I was 25, I was very, um, I was a lot more, um, unaware of the real meaning of life and my purpose in this life. And I was, I'm so much more fulfilled, so much happier, so thankful. This gets to be my life experience because I've been able to tap into my life's purpose into a deeper, meaningful life that 
really, I feel like I am able to help other women become who they're truly meant to be. Um, and if you're feeling a little bit stuck and it feels scary to take the first step, just take the first step out in fear because you allow yourself to stretch as soon as you, as you become that person and it's scary like hell. Um, but as you do it, you realize it's not so bad and you take the next step forward and the universe provides the next step for you and the next step for you. And, um, you realize that it's not so bad and you can take the ne next step and the unknown is the scariest part. But as you take the first step, the universe is going to provide you with each step and you can continue. I think for most women, one of the biggest things that stops progress is fear. And I see it every day with women that message me about helping them in the gym. And I tell them that I do online training and they're like, no, I, I can't. I, I need someone in person. I need someone to tell me in person what to do. And they're fearful of walking into the gym by themselves because they are fearful of looking silly. They are fearful of doing something wrong. And they have this very fixed mindset that they can't do things on their own. And I'm here to help break down those walls and those barriers and, and allow women to understand that, no, you actually can do this. The, the, the barriers that we break down in the gym spill into every aspect of your life. My purpose in this world is not really to be a personal trainer. I mean, let's be honest with it. My purpose in this world is to help women grow into who they're truly meant to be. And the personal training is the vehicle that I use to, to help women. Once a woman understands how to eat for weight loss, she is empowered for life. She can figure out no matter where she's at, if she's traveling, if she's on vacation, if there's a holiday, if there's a birthday party, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the situation. If she goes on vacation for a week, she's not going to be worried about gaining 10 pounds when she gets back and having to start all over again. She's going to know exactly what she needs to do and enjoy it and feel confident about it and not worry. And when you carry that type of confidence in your world, in your life, in your reality, it spills into every single aspect of your life. You can't help it. You begin to understand that you are much more competent and you have the ability so much more than you ever realized than you gave yourself credit for. For me, that's why hiring a coach became so imperative because it sped up the process for me. I wasn't spending years spinning my wheels trying to figure out what to do. And what really slowed me down was my own belief system that I was holding on to around change. I had to let go of the old version of me to become the person that I was dying to become. And it was really painful and it was not easy. And not being able to see what's going to come up on the horizon feels really scary. But as you take the first step, you begin to see how it's necessary to go through the process. And you can't just start from ground zero and immediately decide to become the thinner, fitter, healthier version of yourself. 
the more fit, healthy version of yourself, you have to go through the process of allowing yourself to release your attachment to food, release your attachment to self-hatred, release your guilt, release the feelings that you're not worth it to become the person who believes in herself, that loves herself, that understands that she's worth every damn penny that she invests in herself. The first time I ever invested in my in my very first mentorship program was $10,000 and it was the scariest thing I have ever done. It was so uncomfortable. It was, um, I was shaking as I hit the send button and, and I thought, oh my God, what if I fail? What if I mess this up? What if I do not succeed? And there always is that. Yeah, maybe. What if, what if, what if you do? What if it doesn't work out? But I know that I can depend on myself. And I know that when my back is pressed against the wall, I have to push myself forward. It forced me to let go of the old stories and the old beliefs and the old version of me that was holding me back in order to become the person I need to be to be a CEO. Just like back 16 years ago, when I had to become the mom of a special needs child all by myself to make it happen for that child all by myself. Because I was told that he might not ever dress himself. He might not ever be able to read or write. He might not be able to ever and have friends. He might not ever be able to live on his own. We, he might not ever be able to um, manage his own finances, um, play sports, tie his own shoes. And because I decided to immerse myself in becoming the mom that made sure he had every resource that was available to us, which is, by the way, if you don't live in the world of disabilities with children, is extremely limited and it's only shrinking because funding is shrinking. We are very, very small community, very, very limited community. The resources are other parents that tell us what the resources are. The other, the resources are each other, other parents of special needs kids clinging to each other, giving each other that pep talk, giving each other the advice, giving each other that, you know, staying up at night, holding each other's hand when we, while we cry. And, um, and with very limited resources, I had to become this other person. And I had to let go of the old version of me that was a lot more selfish, to be quite frank, a lot more um, closed-minded. Before I had my son, and I hate to admit this, I, I have used the R word, the, the word retarded. I used it. I had I didn't have an appreciation for life that I have now. And now that I and and I went through some very dark dark times where I felt like oh my gosh is my life going to be like this for the rest of my life. And I had to go through that pain in order to become who I am today. Just like when a woman feels trapped and helpless because she doesn't understand nutrition. 
You have to go through the pain of the beliefs holding you in that place in order to become the confident person. That's why I tell women, when you start my program at about month two, you're going to be feeling like you want to quit because you begin to realize your attachment to food. You begin to realize your emotional attachment that has been holding you in this place for so long. And you're going to feel like you want to quit. And I am not going to let you quit. We have to go through that in order for you to learn how to change. Because I pride myself on being the last coach you will ever have to hire. And I want you to know this because it's important to understand that if you are a woman or even a man, I've worked with men as well, or in especially older, like, you know, you've had a few kids, you're over 30, you're going through perimenopause, you're noticing that the that the things that you used to do back when you were 20 or the things that you used to do when you were 30 are no longer working to help you lose weight. You have to change. You cannot continue to do the same things. That is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, thinking that it's going to change. And if you do try a fad, if you do try surgery, you are not you are not addressing the thing that got you overweight in the first place. And if you are not addressing the reason that got you overweight in the first place, then you are not going to ever fix the weight problem. So instead, I, I started to embrace all of my imperfections and just go with the flow. And um, a few of the things that I learned is that becoming more fit is the ultimate in adulting. It is like it. It is like the worst because we don't want to do it. Sometimes it feels like adulting really sucks. You have to diet for weight loss. Watch your sugar intake, drink less alcohol, drink less caffeine, drink more water, and you feel like your day is going to be a train wreck. And it feels like full on adulting. It's like, I don't want to do this. I want to eat what I want. I want to do what I want. I don't want to get up early to go to the gym. I don't want to get up and meal prep. But guess what? <laughs> How badly do you want that weight loss? How badly do you want to improve your hormone imbalance or perhaps improve your A1C? Maybe improve it so much that you no longer need your diabetic medication. I'm I'm telling you that it 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 sucks, but do it anyway because your future self is going to thank you. Food freedom is true freedom. I haven't tracked my macros for about two years, but I did track them. I did track them for a good solid year. And I did track them when I was competing and I've competed three times in my life. And every single time I tracked my macros, you have to track macros if you're competing 
But if you're not competing, you got to give yourself a good three to six months worth of tracking, depending on where you're at. Because when with the 90 day hormone reset system, we have four different phases of weight loss. That first phase is a fat loss phase. And then second is we take it into a reverse diet where you're actually increasing calories and eating more. That does not mean that you're not going to lose weight, by the way, just so you know. But you need to make sure that you're tracking so that you know how much food to be eating. And let me tell you something, when you have tracked your macros for a solid six months to a year, you have it down and you're set for life. I mean, how, how awesome would it be to know that you have hired the last coach you will ever need for the rest of your life because you're no longer going to be on that yo-yo diet? I think it's really important to be able to do that. I've slowly been able to heal my Hashimoto's and my PCOS and figure out my body during menopause. And I found that I felt trapped when I didn't know how to eat. I felt trapped. I was like, oh my God, I, I don't know what to do, but I know my body's changing and I don't like it. Um, so I hired somebody to help me. And, and that's what I think that if you're feeling trapped, I think I highly recommend that you hire somebody to do it. Once I invested in myself and learned how to do it, I never felt more free and more confident in my life. The next thing I learned is that your negativity isn't hurting anyone but yourself. Being judgmental of others is only a mirror reflecting what you lack. When you find yourself being judgmental of another person, like, who does she think she is? She can't do that. The fuck she can't. Yes, she can. Who does she think she is? She cannot wear that. Yes, she can. Your jealousy is, it, that person is a mirror reflecting to you your own insecurity. So instead of saying to somebody like, you can't do that, why don't you instead to take a look at yourself and say like, I wonder why I have this limiting belief that makes me think that she can't do that. And um, if you find yourself experiencing jealousy, dig deep and feel into the why. Why, what do you sense you're lacking and then realize that you're not lacking anything. You have everything that you need inside of you. That's another fixed mindset that is holding you back and keeping you in the same place. With a 90-day hormone reset system, every single woman is seen and heard. There is not one woman that's better than another, depending on where she's at in her fitness journey. Every single woman matters. Every single woman is seen. And every single woman as, is at an, on a completely different journey than another and need their time. Some take might take a little bit longer than others, depending on how deep that belief is. For some people, those fixed beliefs are so deep that it's going to take them a little bit longer. I can tell you for myself, I have some beliefs that I'm still working on that are so deep that I have 
to still work on them. And it's been a few years. So don't beat yourself up for not knowing what you don't know. You Once you do know, then you can do better. Um, the, the last one is I am me and that is enough. Because I, uh, so many women, and especially now with a day of, of social media, we do the comparison game. And the comparison game is a thief of joy. The thing of it is, is that you are enough just as you are. You are not lacking anything if you're holding extra weight. It doesn't make you less. Write it out. Think it. Speak it. But most of all, believe it. Because this mantra helped me get through times I felt feelings of inadequacy bubbling up. I had to say it to myself in my head. You are you and that is your unique superpower. And if you're feeling a little lost or inadequate, I want you to know that you're not alone because so many of us have felt this. And sometimes you have extreme resistance to reaching out for help. But if you're at the breaking point where you feel helpless when it comes to balancing your hormones, what to eat to lose weight or weight loss in general, and you're ready to lose weight and feel confident again, reach out to me about the 90-day hormone reset system where we're helping build up women's confidence. We're helping women become educated on weight loss, hormone balancing, perimenopause, perimenopause, and, and what it is that is changing in your body and what, what's going on and what you can do about it on your own, naturally. I think it's really important to understand that you are not helpless, that you don't have to depend on your doctor. And if you know that you go to your doctor's office and you're getting gaslighted by your doctor and they're just telling you like, oh, you know what? Um, welcome to the club. You're not supposed to have a libido over 30. You're not supposed to have energy. You're not supposed to, you know, you, you're supposed to have brain fog. You're not supposed to have a good memory like bull loney. You can still have all those things. It's, it's what you're eating, what you're spending your, your time on, what you're spending your, your mind, where your mind is being spent. All of that is currency. All of that energy is, is currency that is, holding you in a in the same space that you've been in for years and years and years that causes you to do that yo-yo diet where you lose weight only for a little while and it's never long before you're back up to the same weight or you gain even a little bit more and become a little bit heavier because um, of rebound. And so if you're ready to experience food freedom, lose weight, balance your hormones, um, and learn more about the 90-day hormone reset system, or if you would like to just book a call, then feel free to message me on my Instagram, Jennifer Witted, and um, let's talk about it. Um, and I hope this was helpful for you. And you have a wonderful day. All right, guys, take care.